It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Pleasant good evening to you, everyone, and welcome in to Altamont Community High School for tonight's big national trail and conference matchup between the North Lake Cardinals and the Altamont Indians. Welcome in to the broadcast position. My name is Travis Parks alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here calling all the action tonight here on 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, home of the Altamont Indians and the Lady Indians as well. Coming up tonight, one of the biggest matchups of the season so far here in January, especially the couple weeks to go until the conference tournament right back here in Altamont. Altamont comes in at 14-3. and on the season at 2 and 0 in the NTC North Clay they're 12 and 4 and a 3 and 0 in the National Trail Conference last game before Altamont was on Tuesday 60 to 33 a blowout win over Central A&M it was a sluggish start but the Indians found their way and Jared Coleman who was into the starting lineup scored the first couple of baskets for the Indians and they were off and running then at that point and they doubled up the Raiders in that first quarter 18 to 2 a 6 they had the lead at halftime, and uh, then they uh, took care of business in the third quarter and put the game away there. Outscored at Central A&M a 21-5 there in that third quarter to uh, put that game away. So another Dominic, or another dominant performance, Dominic. That's what I was going for there. And uh, so Altamont coming in riding high right now on a nine-game winning streak and uh, another one taking care of business on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, definitely riding high on the winning streak and taking care of business on Tuesday up there in uh, Mawikwa against uh, Central A&M's. And, uh, you know, preparing, I'm sure maybe they had this game on their mind, maybe, maybe not, but uh, it's here. It's, it's a big night. There's a, there's a nice crowd here at Altamont. And if you need something to do tonight, come on over to Altamont. There's still plenty of seats left. Watch uh, some great high school boys basketball. This is a very anticipated matchup. I know they come out with uh, – Two poles and Altamont's ranked uh, number four, four and one eight. Uh, North Clay, Louisville, they they uh, receiving votes as well. So uh, two highly talented teams, and there should be a it should be a great matchup here tonight. And uh, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be a, a great one and uh, packed gym, of course. And uh, if you do uh, still come out to the game, then I don't know where you're going to park outside. I would say. You look at the parking lot, it's like an NTC tournament game out of there. It seems like everyone drove themselves here tonight, but uh, we're here, and uh, we're glad that everyone here, and we're glad that everyone out there listening as well, wherever you may be listening, on the terrestrial radio or on different platforms on your computer or your app as well. North Clay, they're also riding pretty high, and they came off an impressive win on Tuesday of their own right. Cardinals. 70 to 61 over Lawrenceville, and uh, that was only Lawrenceville's third loss of the season. So they're a really good wow. team in the Little Line Conference. As the North Clay had the lead after one quarter, just by a point. Lawrenceville, big second quarter, outscored the Cardinals 26-17, and uh, they went into halftime with a 37-29 lead. And then North Clay came back with a quarter of their own of 26 points, outscored them 26 to 15 in that third to reclaim the lead by three and they would extend that out for the final score. Nine threes by the Cardinals yet, uh, last Tuesday for the victory against Lawrenceville. So that tells me that Altamont has some uh, great shooters, of course, on their end, and uh, North Clay has some uh, great shooters on the floor as well. 
And uh, so that's one of the things I'm looking out for tonight. Both these teams have great defenses, and both these teams are good shooting teams. So what's going to give uh, here tonight? Uh, because North Clay should give Altamaya everything they can handle here tonight. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, some some's going to give uh, one way, one way or the other, and uh, we'll have to see what it is. Uh, yeah, just a great, great matchup here tonight. And uh, I didn't realize that was Old Morrisville's third loss of the year, but the North Clay is a great team to give Altamaya everything they can handle. Of course, Altamaya's going to give North Clay everything they can handle as, as well. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what. See what breaks, you know. I don't know. You know, turnovers are always uh, part of the game. You know, you kind of win or lose by them, or you win or lose by the three is a three-point shot as well. You know, so I know uh, Alex Alex Yarhouse, you know, or not Alex Avery Yarhouse, excuse me, he's usually the big man making all the threes. So hopefully, he can continue that here tonight. And uh, just have just have. I'm looking forward to just a, a great game and cheerleaders out there. Just Great, great vibe here at Alphamont. So. Uh, great vibe for sure as uh, the NTC tournament is uh, kind of in the back of everyone's mind, minds, I think. as uh, I think the number one seed is on the line uh, here tonight as both these teams undefeated in conference. And, you know, if North Clay would have pulled this off, they would be a 4-0. And they have a couple of wins already uh, in conference with CHBC and St. Elmo. And then all the way back in November 29th, it was a 53-49 win over St. Anthony. So if North Clay can come in here and take care of business, and uh, they could be the number one seed as far as I'm concerned, as if they could take down St. Anthony and Altamont, both preseason uh, picks to uh, possibly take the conference. And that's a great resume to have, and that's a number one seed resume, if you ask me. And uh, Altamont, uh, if they would win this uh, game, they would be a 3-0. and and they have, of course, conference wins over South Central and Dietrich, and you combine that with uh, how well Altamont has played the entire season, and uh, that's another another number one seed uh, resume, depending on the outcome of uh, tonight's contest. So I really think that that's what is on the line here tonight uh, between uh, Coach Nieberg's squad and Coach Zink's squad uh, here tonight is uh, potentially that number one seed in the conference tournament later this month. As the seed meeting is tomorrow, I'm told, so... Tomorrow morning, last impression uh, for these two teams uh, for that it's a possibility to happen. So uh, we'll see how it all shakes out tonight with possible number one seed on the line. Are they Are they going to ask you? Do you get a vote? I do think I get a vote, or the media gets a vote. I think it's just the uh, uh, coaches that get together. Oh, but you know, I like I said, I threw my hat in there. Whoever wins this game, uh, so that's what would be my vote. So uh, I, I'm, curious, I'm, I'm just curious if they're going to ask, ask you or not. No, they no, don't. I, have, I, they don't I, ask me such important things. Why not? I, you, you seem like a good guy to chime in on those important things. Anyway, I, I agree with you. I think this will be uh, whoever wins this game will probably be the number one seed in the NTC tournament. Uh, I, it'll probably be Alabama North Play fans. He one, two, three. Not necessarily in that order, in my opinion. Uh, but we'll see what see what happens here tonight. You know whether you know both both I you know both teams are. Well coached. They got a lot, a lot of great players that can contribute, you know, on on and off the bench, and you know, do different things and stuff like that. So we'll see if Alamont, you know, shooting can, can stay hot. And uh, you know, like you said, we'll see. You know, both teams are great at shooting threes, great at great at defense. So we'll 
see if, if either one of them breaks, breaks here tonight. And also, if you think that uh, the Source Clay team is just Logan Fleener, then you would be uh, greatly mistaken as uh, they have had some other players who step up. Alex Booth, he's a great three-point shooter, as well as uh, freshman uh, Cody Zimdars is also a, a fantastic player as well, and he made four threes in their last game against the Lawrenceville, and again, only a freshman uh, there for the Cardinals. He's kind of came along this season and added a different element for North Clay uh, this season that could uh, change things in uh, their favor. But Tribal Council is uh, packed. Uh, the uh, students have come out for North Clay as well as the Cardinals have brought a, a strong contingent here uh, tonight as well. Love to see uh, the uh, packed gym just like it was uh, last Friday night, you know, for a ball and for a cure. And uh, tonight they're packed in here to see two great ball clubs battle it out here on the hardwood in NTC conference play. So uh, we were going to step away and uh, take a break, and uh, then we'll be back after the national anthem, and we'll get to the uh, tip-off of this contest between Altamont and North Clay, and we'll also give you the starter lineup as well after the national anthem, and it's brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. So we'll be back after the anthem. You're listening to Indian Basketball here on Jack FM. can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School. Tip-off mere a minute away here. But first, let's give you the starting lineups here for the Altamont Indians and the North Clay Cardinals. And first, we'll start off with the North Clay Cardinals, the road team tonight in their road black uniforms with red numbers and white trim. They are number two, Cody Zimdars. He's a freshman starting at guard. Another guard is Ethan Kinsler. He's a junior. Number 20, Levi Smith. He's a senior. 
Number 23, Logan Fleener is a senior as well. And number 24, Alec Booz is a senior as well for the North Clay Cardinals. Again, they come in at 12-4 and 3-0 in the NTC as the lights go down here at Altamont. That means that the introductions for the Altamont Indians are going to be introduced to this capacity crowd. And let's take a look at those starting lineups as we have them up here. It is number two, Jared Hamer, a 5'11 senior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse, is a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson, he's a 6'3 senior. Number 32, Logan Cornette, is a 6'2 senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman, is a 6'5 senior. And uh, it's the starting lineup that we started off the season with as it's Hammer, Yarhouse, Robinson, Cornette, and uh, Coleman starting uh, for the Indians. As for the uh, Cardinals, again, it's Zimdar, Kinsler, Smith, Fleener, and Booz starting uh, for the uh, Cardinals. As Altamont, of course, in their home white uniforms with black numbers and uh, orange trims. So we're about ready to uh, get this one uh, tipped off. This should be... A uh, great contest. we got great contests all around the area tonight and uh, this weekend. And uh, don't forget, uh, tomorrow on the air, we'll have uh, Lady Indians basketball, the NTC CIC shootout there at Warrensburg Latham. And I'll start approximately 5.30. You do have several other games uh, before that, so we'll see if it starts on time or not. But uh, tune in around 5.30 or so, and it's Altamont versus Warrensburg Latham. And it'll Lady Indians just suffered a loss last night to two of Brownstown and St. Elmo, so they'll try to bounce back before the NTC uh, girls basketball tournament begins next week there in uh, Feature City. Altamont Indian cheerleaders are done with their routine, and uh, this Altamont side is ready. North Clay side is ready, and it's going to be Mason Robinson, and he's going to be jumping it up against Levi Smith here at a center circle to begin this pivotal game in the NTC here on a uh, Friday night. Uh, it's a little cold outside, but it's great inside here at Altamont Community High School. As there's the tip, and the Cardinals win the tip. And then we go on left to right on your radio dial. As it's going to be a Fleener starting out the basketball. And he goes strong to the hole. Layup is no good. And it's rebounded by Coleman. Robinson looking to run as Altamont going right to left on your radio dial to begin the game. Cornette's going to drive baseline. He's going to kick it out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. Has the basketball now up top to a Robinson. Now Hammer back to a Yarhouse in the corner. And now cross court pass to Cornette in the other corner. Now Robinson down low to Coleman and they tipped it and stole it by Levi Smith. And it's Booze the other way. Spinning around now. He picked up his dribble, goes down low to Logan Fleener trying to get better position. Hits the bottom of the backboard and then they're going to call a foul. So loud in here, didn't even hear the whistle there. And uh, Logan Fleer is going to go to the free throw line here for two. Foul's on number 32, Logan Cornett, his first, team's first. No, I have trouble hearing that whistle as well, Travis. And so uh, Fleener at the line, missed the free throw, so we're still tied here at zero in the opening minute of this contest. And uh, Fleener will be at the free throw line for a second attempt. It's also no good. Left it short. Rebounded by Robinson. Looking for that long outlet pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse on to the right side. And now to Robinson at the top of the key. North Clay playing a little matchup zone. Yarhouse deep three. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Fleener. Fleener getting it across half court. He gets over there to Smith. 
Smith, and now dribbles it here onto the perimeter over to Zimdars. Zimdars here on the left side around the volleyball line. Now back over to Fleener. Fleener back to Zimdars. Nope, that's Kinsler. Kinsler gives it off to Smith. Now that's Booth. Nearly stolen away by Cornette, but Fleener looking to drive. He kicks it off to Booth. Top of the key. Three. Good. Three-pointer in the first three points. Go to North Clay. Hammer with a basketball. Gives over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking for someone and now finds Hammer. Hammer in the corner to Yarhouse. Yarhouse double team. Playing a little matchup zone here as Hammer over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse a little pump fake. Now he drives baseline and he's trapped as he's going to get it back off to Hammer. And Hammer looking for someone to pass to as they're Trying to pass here in the perimeter, but they have to go down low as Robinson for three. No good. Left it short. Cornette skies for the rebound. His putback short. Rebounded by Coleman. His putback is up and in. And there's Altamont's first point. It's three to two. Other the way down low is Zimdars with a three. Can't answer. No good. And it's tipped out. Long rebound. And it goes to Robinson. Robinson looking to push it the other way. And they're going to call a foul there on North Clay as it was Abu Zane Robinson battling all the way up the floor. Yep, foul's on number 24. Alex Boos, his first. He's first. So Boos gets hit with the foul there. 5.33 to go here in the opening quarter. North Clay has the one-point lead, 3-2. Yarhouse has it. They're at the elbow. Now he backs back out to the volleyball line. He goes over there to Robinson. Robinson now to Hammer in the corner. Hammer looking to drive baseline. Here comes the double team over to Robinson. And now to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is open for three. Yes! First run for Avery. And they gives Altamont the lead, five to three. You got to keep doing that all night. And Fleener looking to answer the other way. Lays it up. It's good, and we're tied. Two points there for Fleener. His first two of the night. I feel like it's going to be back and forth all night. Just like uh, this. this is what we want as Robinson the other way. Down low, puts up a shot up and in for Robinson. His first two points. Altamont regains the lead, 7-5. Fleener gets it across the timeline. Again, a screen over there. Finds Zindars on the right side. Uh, back up top in between the circles to a Fleener. Fleener, a pass over there to a Smith in the corner. Shot for a three. Back iron, no good. And Coleman tripped and fell, but he still got the rebound on his knees. And it passes over to Robinson. It's up to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse back to a Robinson. Robinson now over the corner of Yarhouse. Cross-court pass to Hammer. Now in the corner to Cornette for three. Off the side of the backboard. No good. Fleener with a long run out. Layup is good for Logan Fleener. His second basket, and we're tied at seven. Robinson almost had it knocked away. Coleman now back out into a hammer. Now Robinson a little pump fake, and he has right through the legs of Smith, and they're going to stay off of North Clay. So Jink trying to argue is off of or off of Robinson's knee there, but the referees agree or disagree. Kind of error will come in, and Dylan Elam come in as well for Athabon, and now they reverse the decision. So. The two officials have gotten together here. The one that's closest to that behind the play said, nope, it's actually a Cardinals basketball. It did go off Robinson's leg. 
rarely see that, but uh, I'm sure they probably made the right call there. 3.40 to go here in the opening quarter. It's all tied at 7, and it's cleaner. Has it picked off? Stolen away by Robinson. The other way, way up is good. For Mason, his second bucket. It's 9-7. to seven. Back and forth we go. Smith trips and falls, and they're going to call a, a foul, I believe. And maybe got his feet tangled up there. With Altamont, I think they got it on kind in there. Yeah, Conan Earhart's foul on Conan Earhart, his first team second. Cardinals will inbound underneath the basket. Gets it into there to uh, Bose. Bose for three. No good. Rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to run the other way. Stops the pops in transition. Splash! For Avery Yarhouse, his second one, and it's 12 to 7. Avery Yarhouse hitting three. Enough in the first quarter, and that brings the Tribal Council on the bench to their feet. Now they get over there to Smith on the right wing, and now over to Zimdars. Drives, free throw line jumper, good. Cody Zimdars with his first basket, 12 to 9. That was a nice little jump shot there by Zimdars. Yarhouse again, and no, short. Long rebound goes to Zimdars. He's looking to run with it. Now he slows it down for his teammates to catch up. Who's. Takes a three in and now passes in that corner, but a little miscommunication there. Out of bounds. Turnover there to Altamont. It's only North Clay's second turnover. Uh, Altamont's got one, so not too many turnovers so far here. It's been a nice, you know, back and forth, back and forth game like, like we like to see. We, we thought it would be. Hammer takes a seat and Logan Cornette will check in and Altamont will have the basketball here. 2.25 to go here in the opening quarter. Cleaner knocks it away momentarily by Robinson, but it's going to go out of bounds. It stays right here with Altamont. And uh, so Elam will look to uh, get it in. Substitution coming in for the uh, Cardinals. As uh, Carter Walden comes in uh, for the first time for North Clay. And Kinsler will take a seat. Elam looks at it again. He does to Robinson, trying to back down Booth. The shot was no good. And rebounded by Walden, but they throw it away and loose ball as Walden saves it from going out, and Fleener picks it up. Everybody was diving on the floor for that. Fleener going over to Booth with a little shot fake. He drives, puts it up, no good. Fight for the rebound, goes to Cornette. Elam has it now, looking to run. He's in the front court, goes right on Fleener with a little sidestep. Playoff is good for Dylan Elam. It's 14-9. The bitch loves that. Yes, they do. And uh, so it'll go Smith. Now to Walden. He has it here at the elbow. Now passes in the corner to uh, Smith. Now over to Booz. Shot for a three. Back iron, no good. And it almost tipped in, but it goes to Robinson. I know that's Elam. And Cornette is off in the corner of the RL for three. Open, in and out, no. But Elam's right there with the follow. Gets a man up in the air. Puts it up. No. But he is going to be fouled. So he's going to go to the free throw line for two shots for Dylan Elam. Fouls on number two. Cody Zimdar is his first team second. So Dylan Elam will go to the free throw line of 4-2 here. Fouled in the act of shooting. Elam's free throw. No good. Hammer coming in uh, for Robinson, and uh, Garhouse will take a seat, and uh, Coleman will recheck in. 
Minute 22 to go in the game. You are to go in the first quarter, I should say. 14 to 9. And Elam's got one more free throw coming. Missed that first attempt. And free throw up. And it's also no good. It was to the right. And rebounded uh, there by Widener. Couldn't find him on my uh, roster list as he just checked in. Now it's Walden here on the right side. A cross-court pass there to Widener who just checked in. Almost stolen away by Cornetta. Boos, mid-range jumper. Good. Alex Boos. Alex Boos. Another two and it's 14-11. Under a minute to go here. Elam, layup. No, left it short. Coleman with the foul. For Eric Coleman. His second basket. 16-11. Leaner crosses over Elam, and he lost it, and he lost it out of bounds. And I'll turn over to the Indians. The third turnover for North Clay. Alamont's only got one. Alamont up 16-11 here with 40.8 seconds left to go. Earhart will take a seat, and Robinson will check in. And so it'll be a hammer getting across the half-court line. 34 seconds left in the first. Robinson. Perimeter lost it, but Elam tracks it back down. And uh, now it'll go Robinson over to Hammer on the uh, right side. Now Hammer drives baseline over to Coleman. Coleman back out to Cornette. Swings it over to Elam. Pump fake. Mid-range jumper. No. Coleman. No. He gets uh, rebound. Goes to Ripped away by Cornette. Reverse layup is no good. Walden comes away with the board. Seven seconds. Fleener the other way. That is Widener now back to Fleener. Layup is good. And that's how the quarter ends for the first quarter. Uh, layup there by Fleener. Cuts the lead to three for Altamont. It's 16-2 of 13 after one quarter of play. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It's a three-point lead for the Indians, 16-13 after eight minutes of play. Yeah, it was a great first quarter by both teams. Altamont's got the three-point lead. Yeah, it definitely lived up to the hype in the first quarter. Sure did. Altamont will have the basketball. Robinson, a little head fake, and now back up to up to uh, – Hammer, now Coleman out here on the perimeter. It's over to a Robinson. 
Robinson over to uh, Cornette on the left wing. Now over to Yarhouse, open for three in the wing. No good. And rebound goes to Smith. Smith with the basketball on the right side. And now dribble it towards the middle. Now it gives it up to a Fleener. Fleener in between the circles, trying to cross over. Cornette just stops and pops in Cornette's face. The jump shot is good for Fleener. He's got eight. 16 to 15. Yeah, he's four or six shooting tonight so far. Over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse up top, almost lost it, but he is over to Cornette. Cornette now back over to Robinson. Fired it down low to Coleman. A little bit too hot to handle, but he got a track of it. Yarhouse, corner three. No. Rebound goes to Robinson. Robinson goes back up with it. No, but he's going to be fouled. Robinson relentless on the offensive glass that trip, and he's going to go to the free throw line for two here. Fouls on number 30, Jesse Widener, his first, team third. So Robinson will go to the free throw line for his first attempt tonight. Robinson, no good. Over three are the Indians from the free throw line tonight. That's not good. That's uh, no. Hopefully it doesn't, but it could come back to hurt him. Yeah, particularly in a close game. Robinson's second free throw is also off. It was to the right all the way. So, 0 for 4 and rebounded by Widener. And a Fleener will get it across the timeline. It's a screen there from Booth. And Fleener puts up the shot off the glass. No, but he gets his own miss, and he got it stripped away. Stripped away by Hammer. Two on one. Hammer layup. Good. Two points for Hammer. It's a three-point lead for Altamont. 18-15. 6.20 to go here in the second. Cleaner up top. Now directing traffic. Goes over to Booz on the left side. Booz up top. Widener, they go over to Walden. Walden back to a Fleener. Fleener, jumper, good. Between two defenders as well. Fleener's got 10. It's 18 to 17. 5.50 to go here in the second. Hammer, he is over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse now to a Cornette. They're not trapping, but they're still playing a zone here. As it'll be Hammer getting over to a Robinson. Robinson back to Hammer, back to Robinson. Well, swinging on the three-point arc now. Mid-range jumper for Avery is good. Two-pointer there for Avery. Twenty to seventeen. Yarhouse has got eight points on the night. 5.15 to go here in the first half. And uh, they go over there to a booth now. Smith gets it back over to Fleener. Fleener's going to try a three. Hit nothing but air and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson gets it into the front corner here. Now over to a Yarhouse. Under five to go in the first half. As they go to Hammer here in the corner. Now they go over to Robinson. Now Yarhouse. Yarhouse to a Hamer. Hamer back over to a Yarhouse here in the left corner. Now back to Hamer. Walking around here. It's a screen from Cornette and gives it to him at the volleyball line. Now Yarhouse, a little head fake. He goes inside and Cornette had his foot and a couple of both feet actually on the line there. And they'll turn it over to North Clay. Going out to my second turnover. 
North Clay only has three, so not too many turnovers so far here in this game. Earhart it comes in, and Cornette will take a seat, and uh, Widener will also uh, sit down as well. And uh, Gensler came back in, and it was picked off by Hammer. Hammer running the other way, and he hands off to Robinson for a trailing three. Yes! Three-pointer in transition for Robinson. 23-17. Seven points for Robinson. That's also Jared Hammer's second steal tonight. And he gets another one. His third. Up to Robinson again. This time layup. No, but they're going to call a foul. A foul on North Clay. And Coach Newberry wants a goaltending as well. as It was close to pinning it up against the backboard. And I think there's going to be two shots for Robinson. So... It was close to a goaltend. It was. It was very close. And maybe we was trying to get a hold of that one official there on the far yeah. side line, and he finally did, and he's like, no, Robinson. not going to happen. Two free throws. The first one's good. First made free throw by the Indians tonight. And who's uh, going to have to take a seat with those two fouls? And... Yeah, I'm sorry. That second foul was on Booze. His second he's fourth. It was Walden who came back in for him. Robinson, second free throw on the way. It's also good. So two for two that trip for Robinson, and it's 25-17. Largest lead of the night for the Indians. Jason Robinson has nine points now. As Fleener gives it over there to Kitzler. Now they get over to Smith. Smith dribbling it here on the right wing. And uh, now they go over there. That's Kitzler, I think. Now over to uh, Fleener. Now over to uh, Smith. Over to Zimdars at the top of the key. Now Kitzler on the right wing. A cross-court pass there to uh, Smith. Smith back over to uh, Fleener. Fleener now to Walden. Walden can't get it. And uh, Smith, little pump fake. He gets three jump shots off. No good. And Earhart and Robinson collide. And Ro- or actually Elam collide. Throwing me off those two sleeves that they both wear. And Earhart's open. No! Shot was affected there by Smith, but Earhart with the follow is no good either. Rebounded by Zindars. And Coach Zink wants a timeout. And it's a quick 30-second timeout, so we'll take a quick 30 as well. 25-17, Altamont with the lead. 2.50 to go in the first half. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Coach Zink took a quick 30 as the Cardinals trail 25-17 here. 2.40 to go here in the first half. Cleaner has the basketball. Now they get it over there to Zimdar down in the corner to Kitzler. Shot for three in the corner at the top of the backboard. 
And Hammer comes out with the rebound, throws it wildly, but somehow finds the hands of Robinson. So Altamont trying to push, gives it to the trailer yard house. Now up top to Robinson. Now Hammer gives it back to him. Now Yarhouse up top. Back over to Hammer, and now Hammer will run things. Over to Elam. As they'll go back to Elam, he'll ride a baseline and gives it off to Yarhouse in the corner for three. Oh, in and out, no good, and long tip goes to Fleener. Fleener, full head of steam, a layup goes right around Hammer, up and in. For Fleener, he's got 12 of the 19, it's 25-19. Minute 45 to go, Robinson fires a wing three, yes! Another three of four, Robinson. Second of the night for him, and it's 28-19, Altamont. He has 12 points on the night. And uh, there's going to be a, a foul there here. And I think they're going to get Earhart, maybe. Earhart, yeah, reaching in there. That's kind of Earhart's second, team's third. And Eric Coleman and a Cornet both come in, and Earhart off to take a seat with those two fouls, and Hammer also checks out. And Bruce with two fouls, and Earhart with two fouls for the uh, so over to uh, uh, Kinsler now, over to uh, Fleener, now to Zimdars at the top of the key. With a couple of ball fakes, Zimdars, mid-range jumper is good. Zimdars with another jumper, and it's 28-21. Elam at the top of the key, gives it off to uh, Robinson, coming up on a minute five to go in the first half. Seven-point lead for the Indians, Elam. Started by Fleener there, and now they pass it over to Robinson. Robinson up top. Goes over to Cornette. Cornette, they're going to foul him. Another reach in there for the Cardinals, and being out of bounds here for Altamont. Fouls on uh, Kiesler for uh, North Clay, his first team's fifth. 51 seconds left. Elam will get it in. Gets it in to two or Robinson. Pass to a Yarhouse. Another three attempt. In and out. No good. Coleman with the follow. Good though. After it takes a couple bounces. And it falls in. 30 to 21. 35 seconds left. They coach Zink yelled at one shot. And so. Yeah, it looks like you're going to hold the last shot. Yeah. Cleaner. Looking to go one on one with Elam as the crowd starts to get into it now. And a Fleener dribbling out here near half court. Still hasn't got the five-second count on him. 13 seconds left. Fleener just trying to size up Elam. Just one-on-one basketball. Seven seconds left. Finally, the Cardinals go. As it's Booze in the corner. Gets Cornette up in the air. Three-pointers way off. Coleman and that will do it. As this my team is fired up on that last defensive stand. Yes, they are. Crowd was getting to it. The bench was into it. Coach Niebergie was into it. it was... Yeah, the big fist pump for Coach Niebergie going into the locker room. It's 30-21. to 21. Altamont with the lead over the North Clay Cardinals in this pivotal National Trail Conference game. After one half of play, Altamont in the lead, 32-21. And we'll be back in a few moments for the halftime show. We'll try to track down some other scores or two from around the area and give the uh, first half report on the halftime show 
as Altamont in the lead, 30-21 here at the half. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. They're at the half in this all-important National Trail Conference game. The Altamont Indians leading over the North Clay Cardinals, 30-21 after one half of a play. As Altamont had the three-point lead there after the first quarter, but then outscored them there in that second quarter, 14-8 there and. They were really led uh, in uh, the majority of scoring by Mason Robinson. 
hit a couple of threes there in uh, that uh, second quarter. That's kind of jump-started this Alphamont team to kind of extend this lead to uh, nine points now. So uh, it's two threes there aren't really the difference there in that uh, second quarter as Alphamont, again, uh, was uh, very fired up after that defensive stop as uh, North Clay held on for the final shot for about, I'd say, about last 30 seconds or so. And uh, maybe they got into their offensive set just a little bit too late. But uh, great defensive stand there by Altamont. And uh, get them in the locker room with a little bit of uh, momentum. And uh, they have it all here uh, tonight here in this important uh, conference matchup. Yeah, definitely. Definitely love that uh, last defensive stand from them right there before the it half the crowd was getting into it. Everybody was getting into it. Even the coach, Steve, was getting into it there. But, uh, yeah, Mason Robinson's got 12 for Altamont and Cleaner uh, has 12 for, for North Clay. So uh, a, lot, a lot of people contributing, contributing on both, uh, for both teams. Uh, Jared Hammer coming up big for Altamont with three steals. As you look at some stats here, Hammer is also one for one from the field with two points. Dylan Eden was 1 for 4 from the field and 0 for 2 from the free throw line with 2 points. A.B. Yarhouse was 1 for 1 from the field and 2 for 9 from 3 point range for 8 points. Mason Robinson was 2 for 4 from the field and 2 for 3 two for three from 3 point range and he's 2 for 4 from the free throw line for 12 points. Uh, Logan Fournette is 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from 3 point range. Pioneer Hart is 0 for 2 from the field. Eric Holman, three for three. Excuse me, three for three from the field. Six points. He's also got five rebounds. For the North Bay Cardinals, Cody Zimdar is three for three from the field. Uh, Ethan Kinsler is 0 for one from three point range. Levi Smith is 0 for one from the field. Logan Fleener, six for nine from the field. 0 for one from three point range. And 0 for two uh, from the free throw line. Alex Boos, he's 0 for 2 from the field and 1 for 4 from three-point range with uh, three points. And uh, that's their total of 21. Alamo leads it nine points here, 30-21. And just, uh, just a great game. It's, it's living up to the hype. And it's been a great game so far. Uh, Alamo, you know, was just able to, able to uh, you know, do you know, do some things defensively, and Hamer got a couple back-to-back steals there, and, uh, you know, was able to, you know, push North Clay just a little bit further away. So, we'll see what happens here in the second half. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that there, John, uh, was uh, those steals by uh, Hamer to kind of jumpstart things a little bit with uh, Robinson as well as uh, the points. So, uh, Hamer playing uh, some uh, good defense getting in the passing lanes. Uh, here tonight, so that's a really good uh, point there. As uh, in the, uh, the only other score that I have from uh, around the area uh, is uh, St. Anthony is uh, trailing in the uh, second quarter on the boys' side, 25-21 to a breeze, a modern day uh, there. And uh, like I said, don't forget, we're not done with basketball this weekend as we got girls' basketball tomorrow evening at 5.30 approximately. Lady Indians are in action against the Warrensburg Latham there at the NTC, a CIC shootout there in Warrensburg. As you know, if you want to come watch the uh, Lady Indians, uh, Nioga, they'll be in action uh, before our game. It's uh, Nioga versus Vandalia. 
there. And uh, the uh, afterwards, after the Altamont game, it's going to be uh, the main event. Tuscola undefeated on the season. They're going to be taking on a CHBC there, of course. All those NTC games, are they, those NTC teams will be in the uh, conference tournament starting on Monday. And we'll have coverage for you of that right here on uh, Jack FM of Lady Indians Basketball. And they'll be taking on, oh, the North Lake Cardinals. So, uh, second matchup this season. Obviously, a little differently with uh, Nelson and I in the lineup this time around. I like the first time uh, matchup. Uh, but uh, Altamont is trying to get things going tomorrow uh, before the conference tournament starts uh, to, uh, next week. And last night, St. Anthony, they made a pretty big statement by beating Nioga the way they did. 40-point victory for uh, the Lady Bulldogs last night over Nioga. And it was in, as impressive as the final score would indicate. So uh, they're coming in with a lot of momentum and uh, to the conference tournament, even though Nioga is, is the number one seed on the girls' side. Yeah, that score, I, I saw that last night. I, I was going to say something before Eric, Eric did on the air, but I was like, well, maybe that's a misprint. But obviously no. it wasn't. I, was, I, I was blown away by that, Travis. I just thought obviously it would be a, a much closer game. Obviously, it wasn't, and uh, I like fans and just fancy girls just ran away with it. And uh, yeah, the Yoga is one seed in the uh, girls NTC tournament. Fancy two, KTC three, North Play four, Alabama five, uh, Brownstown Samuel six, and so on. And uh, yeah, I, I start I starts on Monday at the Beecher City High School, so. I know a lot of people have the day off on Monday. Uh, no school. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So if you have anything to do, you can head over to Beach City watch the first round of the NTC girls girls basketball game. Uh, if you're a fan of the Altamonte Lady Indians, you can head on up to Warrensburg tomorrow night and uh, watch them play against Warrensburg Lake. Let's start the second half here. And we'll begin uh, the uh, second half with the Cardinals starting off with the basketball, trailing by nine. And North Play will be going right to left on your radio dial to begin the second half. As it's the starting five out there for the Cardinals. That's Kinsler with the ball. A little bit of a high pass as Smith was cutting back towards Kinsler. And so North Play starts out of the locker room with a turnover. Not the way you want to start the second no. half. Uh, that's only North Play's only fifth turnover uh, so far in the game, but uh, Alamont only has two, so... There's a little bit, little bit of a reason why Altamont's up by nine right now. And Robinson with the basketball as Altamont we go on the left or right on your radio dial this half. That is Hamer is over there to a Robinson. Now to a Cornette there in the right corner. Pass back up top to a Robinson. They're playing like a one-one-three zone almost or matchup zone almost. As they'll go over in the corner, he out for three. Short, no good, and rebound over there by Zimdars. They'll bring it across the timeline for North Clay. And uh, so a uh, turnover by North Clay and then a missed shot there by Altamont to start the second half. As, uh, that's uh, Kinsler up top. He has that the volleyball line trying to get free from Yarhouse. And they're going to call five seconds. Five seconds closely guarded there. and That's going to be a turnover right back. So back-to-back turnovers here for North Clay to start the second half. Yeah, definitely uh, was bad enough, but two, definitely not the way you want to start out in the second half. Crossbow pass there to a Robinson. He blows by a couple of defenders now back out. They swing it over to Hammer. Hammer 
up top now here at the volleyball line. He'll dribble it around. 6.30 to go here in the third. Barnett gives it back to him. They'll swing it on the perimeter. Robinson goes over to our house. Now he'll drive baseline. He picked it up, and he's going to get called for the travel. He's trying to get it back up to Robinson for three, but our house walked with it. Taliban first turnover in the second half. They got three three total, so three turnovers between these two teams so far in the second half. Yeah, no one scored yet here in this uh, third. It's still 30-21. to 21. Cornette almost stole it, but cleaner mid-range jumper from the baseline, no, and uh, Coleman knocked it out, so it'll be a stay right here with North Clay as it went out of bounds. Nice job there by Coleman who's knocked away from North Clay. Smith will get it in. They're trying for the alley-oop there to uh, Fleener, and he was double-teamed, and they're going to call a uh, foul on Altamont there. There's two defenders there. They say someone pushed Fleener. They're fighting for the basketball. Rounds on number 32, Logan Fournette. His second team's first of the half. Yeah, I think it was Cornette and Yarhouse both were in the area, but it's Cornette. And with a foul, Smith looking to get it in, and a cleaner, short shot, and rebounded by Hammer. Hammer is over there to a Robinson, cross court pass to a Cornette on the wing. Now they try to fire it down low, but it was almost stolen away as Smith comes sliding in there, and they somehow get it to Robinson. Uh, jumper is good. Just inside the free throw line for Robinson, and he's got 14 and 32 to 21. Gleaner will bring it up the floor for the Cardinals. 5.35 to go in the third. That is Kitzler. Throws it too high of a pass for Smith, and right in the hands of Coleman. Robinson looking to push it here in the front court now. Over to Cornette, over to Arles in the corner for three. No good. Coleman there with the rebound. Spinner around, hook, no, no good. And there's going to be a, a foul as Cornette's coming in there, crashing in. And they're going to hit him with a foul there. Another foul on Logan Cornette, his third, team second of the half. So Cornette's going to have to take a seat, those three fouls. And uh, I think uh, Coach Zink is going to call a, another timeout. And uh, so we'll take a quick 30-second timeout as well. 5.16 to go here in the third, 32-21. Altamont with the lead. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. We're back here at Altamont Community High School. I think took another 30-second timeout. There's uh, this uh, lead starting to get and getting up there for the Cardinals more than uh, they like. So got to slow the momentum down as Walden will drive to the hole. And it's going to be a still no signal. And they're going to finally call an offensive foul. That was an extremely late call. As neither ref was decisive about the call. And they finally called it an offensive foul on North Clay. And the Coach Zink. 
does not like that at one bit, and you can't blame him. No, you can't. You can't blame him. Yeah, that was extremely, extremely late call. Looks like uh, Alvin player had his feet set and everything, but uh, yeah, you still can't blame him. And it's going to be a high pass. It was picked off. They say ball don't lie, and so it was a turnover there for Altamont, and it's moved the other way. He almost has it ripped away. And he's going to call for the travel. And so it was Robinson fighting with Booz, trying to tie him up and rip it away, and they're going to say that Booz walked with it. So turnover back to the Indians. That's North Clay's fourth turnover. So far this half, they only had four, or so far this quarter, they only had four in the first half altogether, so. Backcourt pressure applied here by the Cardinals as Altamont having a little bit of trouble to get it up, and they finally do get it in the front court as Robinson has it there on the left side. They're going back to that uh, double-team zone here as Elam is going to take a floater. No good, but Coleman with the follow-up, and it's where Coleman is eighth point, All that Earhart came in on that last timeout as well. Fleener strong to the hole. Can't finish, but the loose ball finds it right in the hands of Fleener, and he sticks it up and in. And uh, it's 34-23. As a timeout on the floor. And uh, it's going to be the Cardinals with a timeout. They only have full timeouts left, so uh, we'll take a 30-second timeout. It's 4.04 to go in the third. 34-23. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, 34-23, 4 to go here in the third quarter, and Coach Zink took another timeout there, and he's only got three more left, all full. And I think he's still trying to talk to the officials about that uh, last <laughs> offensive foul on the Cardinals a while ago. I think you're right. I think he's still trying to get an explanation. And he's still not happy. But... And so it'll be uh, Yarhouse. He's double-teamed. He has to pass out of it. Elam over to Hammer, who checks back in. Robinson straight on three. No good. It was to the left. And it's going to be a rebound by Fleener. And they're going to say a foul there on the Indians. Fighting with Fleener for the board. Ah, oh, man, they're going to get Earhart. And Earhart, yeah, third. It's third, he's third and a half. Him and Cornette both have three fouls. And so uh, it'll be uh, Fleener walking up the floor for the Indians. A little pressure applied there by Elam. Now over to Zimdars on the left wing. Now up top to Booz. He gets over to Fleener. Fleener on the wing. Little head fakes, and he's trying to find someone to pass it to. He finally finds Smith, and uh, Smith has it up top. Now over to Zimdars. Zimdars drives, and may got away with a travel there. They call it jump ball, and alternate possession here will give it to Altamont. 
Yeah, I think he might. He Almost slipped. like he slipped there yeah. and not caused him to maybe not pick up his pivot, pick up his pivot foot there. That's what that's what it looks like to me exactly, yeah. So we'll go over to a yard house. Yard house is gonna be double teamed here in the corner and there's gonna be a, a timeout by Coach Nebergy. As you saw that our house was trapped in the corner there. And uh, so it's a uh, full timeout for them. So we'll step away for 30 seconds. 34-23, Altamont with a lead. 308 to go here in the third. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians Basketball on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 3.08 to go here in the third. 34-23, your score, Altamont with the lead. And uh, also a big game uh, going on here, but a big game going on over on our sister station, 98.9, at the uh, game. Illinois fighting Illini in action against Michigan State. They're at a State Farm Center this evening and I'll try to check on a score if I can get one here in a little while so they just got underway as the tip off after 8 o'clock and it's inbounded to Robinson fired a cross court over there to Yarhouse now to Elam with 3 minutes to go in the third Elam with the basketball as he checked in on the last time out now Yarhouse Yarhouse gets the screen there by Elam and now he gives it back up top to Robinson. Robinson will find Tamer over there. They'll just work it on the perimeter here. Now over to Elam. Elam looking to drive. This is it back out to Robinson. He'll drive. Layup is good for Robinson. Strong move to the hole there. And 36-23, Altamont with a 13-point lead. That was a strong move to the hole by Robinson there. Almost stolen away by Robinson. And he was trying to argue that it was off of Booth, but it was off of Mason there. And so it would just be out of bounds there to North Clay. Mason Robinson flying over the floor like he always does. Earhart takes his seat, and uh, Coleman checks back in. And uh, the Cardinals will inbound to uh, Fleener, 2.15 to go. And Zimdar's in the corner, had him almost knocked away uh, by Hammer. Now to a booze in between the circles. Booze gets over there to Walden. Walden now over to a cleaner on the perimeter. Now to a Smith. Three-pointer is open. Short. And rebounded by Robinson. Robinson outlet pass to Elam. Touch pass for your house. Up in. Nice fine extra pass there by Elam. Set up the house layup. 38-23. And the crowd gets into it now again. Crowd's into it. The bench is into it. Go Steve's into it. Cleaner, mid-range jumper. No, can't quiet the crowd. Rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse. The other way behind the back dribble. Had it stolen away. And Booze uh, tried for the dunk, but just a little short. A little finger roll there by Booze. And Hammer down low with two with Coleman. And uh, 
goes uh, flying over, and I think that was Booth uh, who went flying over Coleman, and they're going to call a foul on North Clay. Foul's on number 24, Alex Booth is third, team second of the half. And so it's 38-25, a minute 20 to go. And a sub coming in for the Indians as Elam will check out and Ada McManaway will come in. And so Hammer will just inbound the basketball as they say that wasn't an act of shooting there by North Clay. So again to Robinson now, Yarhouse, Yarhouse three, no good. And they're going to call a foul. Think on another call, offensive foul. I thought that Booth ran over McManaway, and they're going to get McManaway with the foul. And now actually they reverse it. So I guess they talked about it, and uh, it's not an offensive foul. So that's the fourth foul on Booth. Wow! All the indecision tonight. Yeah. I- Never seen the like. And uh, so uh, that with the fourth foul by Booz, he's going to have to get taken out, and Widener will come in. Inbound to McMahon away. No good. Rebound spot for Robinson trying to save it behind the back, but right in the hands of Fleener. A minute eight to go. Robinson gets back, and now in the corner, Widener for three. No good, and it's Yarhouse with the rebound. Yarhouse up to Hammer. Hammer to Coleman. Layup good. Right in the fast break beautifully there. And finishing off with a layup by Coleman, 40 to 25. 45 seconds to go. Start away, Coleman. The other way, a layup. Good tackle basket and a foul. No, they're going to call an offensive foul. What? They called an offensive foul. Oh, my goodness. Coleman slowed down, and he waited for North Clay to get back, and uh, they're going to call a foul on him. He's going to get taken out, or maybe they didn't call a foul. Maybe it was just out of bounds because they're not putting anything on the board. So they must have said he stepped out of bounds. Must have. So no foul on Coleman after all. It's just that he had a foot out of bounds. So a sub's coming in for Altamont, Yarhouse, Robinson will sit down, and Cornette will come back in, and I think Earhart will as well. 39 seconds left, and it's 40-25. to 25. North Clay will have the basketball after the uh, Coleman shot got waved off. Zimdars goes over there to uh, Kinsler. Now let's swing it over to uh, Smith. Smith, top of the key. Now he dribbles inside, puts up the shot, count the basket. And the foul for Levi Smith. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Fourth foul on Logan Cornette. Bowling a China shot there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robinson and Yarhouse will quickly come back in. And Cornette, with those four fouls, will have to take a seat. So will McManaway. And another one coming in for North Clay. And it's Walden coming in, and Zimdars will take a seat. So with 20.3 left, Levi Smith will come in, or will be at the free throw line for the uh, three-point play off the end one. And uh, Smith free throw is no good. Back iron. 
Robinson comes down with the board. He wants to run with it. Robinson back to back out now over to Elam for threes. Open. Yes. Three-pointer there for Dylan Elam. 43-27. Seven seconds left. Cleaner the other way. A layup. And it's a blocking foul. Robinson tried to slide in there to take it. But they're going to call a blocking foul. First foul on Mason Robinson, Dean's fifth. And uh, Fleener didn't make the shot, so it'll be two shots here for Logan Fleener. 3.6 left, and a free throw is good. 43-28 to 28 now on that free throw by Fleener. He's got 15 points in the game. And Hammer will check out, and Akeda Miller will come in for a little height. 3.6 left. Cleaner second free throw, also good. Two for two there for Cleaner. Robinson the other way, three seconds. He's going to go, stops and pops. Jumper is off, no good. But that's going to do it for three quarters of play. So Altman gets a little bit more breathing room now as they take the lead. 43-29 entering the final quarter. And we'll be back here in one minute for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Altman Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the uh, fourth quarter, the Cardinals will have the basketball as Valley Trail 43-29. to As another eight-point quarter there by them. And a uh, 13-point quarter for the Indians. And it is Zimdars up top. Now over to Fleener. Fleener spins around. A scoop layup, no good. Rebounded by Earhart. And Robinson over there to Yarhouse. Now in the corner to Hammer. Hammer. Now that's Yarhouse. Yarhouse will drive. Layup. No good. But Earhart with the follow-up. And in. Corkine and Earhart. His first basket of the night. Ben's in foul trouble. 25-29. And they'll go to a booze. Booze drive to the hole. Layup is good. Count it. Count the basket in the foul for Alex Booz. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. 45-29 now. Going to go on Earhart, it looks like. Yeah, fourth foul at Earhart, team six. And uh, he's going to have to take a seat, and uh, Coleman's going to have to come back in. For the end one free throw. 
for Booz. Booz is good. And it's 45-32 now. And it's Robinson with the basketball. Now he goes inside. A floater, no good. Coleman with the putback, up and in. Second chance opportunities have been there all night for the Indians. And uh, that makes it 47-32. Fleener lost it on the way up and picked up by Hammer. So a turnover there by the Cardinals. So six and a half. Hamer gives over there to a Robinson. Robinson the other way. Layup, no good. And the rebound's knocked out to Yarnhouse. And Altamont reset. Over to Elam. Elam spins around, uh, trying to get room. Gives it back out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. Now he picks it up. Gives it back up to Elam on the wing. Now Elam will spin around. Almost had it knocked away. Now he picks up his dribble. Off to our house. Coming up on six minutes to go in the game. Our house spins around and a backdoor cut to Robinson and he's fouled. So uh, Robinson will walk to the free throw line to shoot two as he was in the act of shooting there. Fouls on number 20, Levi Smith, his first, team fourth. And so uh, Robinson will be at the free throw line here for two. Free throw up is good. Nothing but net. 48 32. 6 0 1 to go. And Robinson. Second free throw. Short. No good. And rebounded there by the Cardinals. That was Booz who picked up that board. And he'll get across the timeline and gets over to a Fleener. Fleener, jump shot, left it short. No good. He's done that a couple of times tonight. And rebounded by Robinson. Now with two Elam here on the elbow. And he'll try to back down his man. Try for that backdoor cut, but it was denied. Now Coleman with a pump fake, and he's going to be fouled, or they're going to say shuffle his feet. Shuffle his feet. So it'll be a turnover back to North Clay. And Coach Zink wants another timeout. And... Uh, all he has is full timeout, so he has two remaining. And we'll take another timeout as it's 48-32. Altamont with the lead, 534 to go in the game. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. We're back in 30. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here at Altamont Community High School, 48-32, your score. Altamont with the lead by that, and it's 5.34 to go here in the game. Coach Zink trying to find something that works here with another timeout. And uh, so uh, they'll have the ball, and Altamont will set up in their full-court defense. 
And uh, they'll get it in to two. Fleener, he's the one who's going to bring it up. You know, following him closely, but not really picking him up until he gets to half court. And now Fleener has it across the timeline. And he picks it up his dribble. Now over to Booz. Booz over there to Kinsler. Kinsler cross-court pass there to Booz. Booz deep three. It's short. Rebounded by Elam. And Elam will get it across the timeline. Elam dribbles, and he hands off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is double-teamed back to Elam. Elam, three-pointer straight on. Back iron too strong, but Hammer tracks down the rebound. And Altamont reset a little bit, swinging it on the perimeter here to Robinson. Now over to Yarhouse. Now Hammer with 4.45 to go. Hammer now picked up his dribble. He's double-teamed as he gets it off. Now he gives it to Robinson. Robinson gives it to Elam. Elam Finds the extra pass to Coleman, and uh, there's going to be a, a tip out by North Clay, so it's going to stay right here with the Indians. And it's going to be uh, inbounded to Robinson now, gives it back to Hammer. Hammer in the corner here, dribbles out of it. Now Robinson's open. Now they throw it down low to Coleman, up and in for Coleman with a layup. 14 points for him, 50 to 32. Now they go to Levi Smith. He'll drive and he'll kick it back out to Kinsler. Now up top to a Fleener. Fleener looking to get room, mentoring jumper short again. And they're going to be a foul underneath. And I think that's going to go on Altamont. And so it'll stay right here with the Cardinals. Puzzle number 50, Eric Coleman, his first, team seven. And we should be shooting free throws as it's one-on-one. That was a seventh-team foul. And finally we are. So Coleman will take a seat, and Earhart will come back in. And it'll be Levi Smith at the free throw line. For his first attempt, we'll see if he can make it. He'll get a second opportunity. First one is good, so we will get that second opportunity. 50 to 33, Altamont with the lead. 406 to go here in the game. As it's Smith at the line for a second one. Free throw up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Levi Smith. 50 to 34. Robinson quick the other way. He stops and pops. Little jumper is good for Robinson. No one picks him up. And it's 52 to 34. And it's over to a booze. Booze three pointer is off and rebounded by Earhart. Elam quickly the other way. Elam splits a couple of defenders. Layup. No. Earhart with a follow up. And bounce in and out. No good. And rebounded there by Kinsler. And now Fleener had it almost taken away, but it's going to be a three-pointer by Booz. It's off again. Rebounded by Hammer. Outlet pass to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse puts it up. No, and they're going to call a foul on the North play. And uh, so Avery's going to go to the free-throw line here for a couple. So I guess it's going to be on number, number 20, Levi Smith, his second. <coughs> Excuse me, his second, team number five for the half. And so it's a yard house. It's going to be at the line. 
for two free throws here. Free throw is good. 53 to 34. 317 to go here in the contest. And Elam will take a seat in. Cornette will come in. He's been dealing with foul trouble tonight as well. Darrell's second free throw is good. Two for two there. He's got 12. And Coach Niebuhr takes the 30-second timeout, so we'll take his 30 as well. 20-point lead for Altamont. 317 to go. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like you're listening to altamont high school basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm three of 17 to go in the game it's a 20 a point lead of four altamont this game was uh, close at one point but it's, uh, progressively altamont has built this lead and it's the zimdars for three short no good the kind of the story of the night long outlet pass trying to hit Earhart. it was picked off and that's stolen away by the Cardinals. Quickly in transition. It was blocked from behind. Booth tried to get it to go, and Robinson almost blocked another one. And the tip out, and it's going to stay off of Yarhouse, so it stays right here with North Clay. couple missed opportunities there again, though, for North Clay. And this time, uh, and, uh, definitely can control the ball after the walk by Robinson. And to a booze. Booze is free. A jumper is good on the baseline. And it's 54 36. 235 to go in the game. Yarhouse over to a Robinson. Robinson now to a Yarhouse. And Osmond's uh, trying to play a little keep away here. Trying to drain some clock. There's a 2 0 Robinson now in the corner. Yard house for three. Yes! That might be a dagger. I agree. Right. Yard house, another three. 57 36. Layup's no good. Fleener there for the far out. Count it. And one for Logan Fleener. So count the basket and the foul. And so Logan Fleener will go to the line for the end one. Fifty-seven to uh, thirty-eight. That's what meant. the score makes it there. And a Fleener's and one is good. Makes it fifty-seven to thirty-nine. And it is Yarhouse over there to Robinson. Robinson now to Hammer with under two to go. Hammer now to a Yarhouse up top to a Robinson again. Just trying to run some clock and Earhart will take a free throw line jumper. Good. For Cannon Earhart, 59-39, back to 20 for Altamont with a minute 40 to go. Cleaner the other way, layup is good. He's in the 20 points now, 21, 59-41. 
125 to go. And uh, they're going to get a foul there, reaching in on a North Clay, trying to get the ball back here. A minute 22 to go. It's going to be on boost. That's me. It's Yeah. And uh, so a boost will a foul out there. Also going to unload the bench as well. For out to my yeah, Ada McManaway coming in. Caden Miller coming in. Alec Yarhouse coming in as the starting rotation gets a nice round of applause there. Nate Simpy comes in as well. Eli Miller in as well. I think I got them all. There for Altamont. So again, another performance where maybe you didn't think that all five starters would come out of the game here in the fourth quarter, but Altamont has just progressively built up this lead, and now it can feel it now after all the starters getting taken out there. Yeah, I definitely didn't think they all starters be coming out in the fourth quarter, but here we are, and it's happened. Win streak continues. Kaden Miller up and in. Another two points for Altamont. It's 20 a point lead, 61 41. With 50 seconds left. Fleener the other way. A layup off the glass and in. Logan Fleener, 23 points. Won't let the Cardinals quit. And uh, they're going to take a Fleener out there. And uh, they're going to get uh, Walden, who's coming in. That makes it 61 of 43 of 45 seconds left. And Eli Miller with the basketball. Looks like Altamont will just dribble it out here as Simke will get over there to McManaway. And Altamont looks like the win streak is going to be double digits 10 games now. It would improve to 15-3, and 3-0 in the... NTC, North Clay, only their fifth loss of the season and their first loss in the conference. 14 seconds left. McManaway gives it to Eli Miller. McManaway here. After Altamont, another victory. And McManaway will just hand it off to his visual. That's it. It's over. Altamont comes away with a big win. And it's a wide margin on the scoreboard as well. 61-43, your final tonight over the North Clay Cardinals. The game lived up to the hype in the first quarter, and then Altamont progressively built up this lead and wins it going away. 61-43. Big win for the Indians as Indians' win streak continues. 15-3 and they are now in the season, and more importantly, 3-0. and in the NTC with a seeding meeting tomorrow morning. North Clay falls to 3-1 and 12-5 and and overall. So we'll be back to wrap this one up and hopefully we'll catch up with uh, Coach Niebergi here to talk about this great win. And we'll also wrap this one up and get some statistics as well. And uh, again, final score, 61-43. Altamont comes out with a win. And... Uh, We'll be back to wrap this one up. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. George, George, what's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's, Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie, what's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. 
Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. As your final score tonight, Altamont comes away with a win at 61-43 over North Clay. In-game winning streak now for the Indians and North Clay's win streak that they were on. Eight-game winner they were on and was a snap there. And it looks like Jared Hamer got the necklace for tonight for uh, doing a little new tradition now. He started against uh, Central and M uh, last week. It looks like uh, Jared's wearing the uh, chain uh, tonight. So uh, definitely a key steals there in the uh, second half was uh, one of the reasons why uh, he would uh, be uh, getting that as uh, there in that little closing stretch there in the uh, third quarter. I think it was like 48 seconds left at that steal and then a nice pass to uh, Coleman, and Coleman also had a nice game as well, his second game 
uh, back into the starting lineup, and he uh, looks like he's getting back into the uh, full rotation. His legs uh, underneath him once again after uh, he was out for a, a little while. So uh, he also had a, a nice game as well. And how about Altamont again? Play some good defense uh, as well here tonight, Dom. Yeah, they did. They played. They played some excellent, excellent defense here tonight, and uh, you know was able to shut down uh, North Clay at times. And uh, you know that's why I ended up winning this game by by 18 points. And uh, you know I, I thought it was going to be a lot closer, a lot closer than that. But uh, I think everybody else did too. But yeah, Alamont just uh, just proved you know that they can. Uh, they can do it night in, night out, and uh, you know the winning streak continues. And uh, you know, we'll see where things go from here. The seating meeting tomorrow with all the coaches and everybody. I, I mean, I would think Alamont would be the number one seed. I would think in the NTC tournament, probably North Clay two and Santee three. But uh, we'll see how it goes as uh, Coach Neary comes up here and we'll hand the headset over to him. Yeah, we'll turn things over and uh, hand things over to uh, Coach Niebury here. And, uh, Coach, congratulations on uh, the uh, big win. That was, uh, I know I say it all the time, it seems like uh, in the postgame of uh, a big win, but uh, that was certainly uh, a big win right there. That was some small school Illinois basketball right yeah. there. Like, that was, the atmosphere was a blast. Like, that was, that was a sectional championship game, in my opinion. Just two good teams battling it out. I didn't. I didn't think we win by that much, obviously, because yeah. right, they're they're obviously state ranked for reasons. But you know, I thought our boys just down the stretch uh, executed to a perfect tee everything we needed to do to win the basketball game. Right, yeah, and early on, it kind of went back and forth there in the first quarter, kind of like what we saw uh, yep. coming in yes, uh, to uh, the game. So it was kind of back and forth early on, uh, trading uh, baskets back and forth there. But you know, you had the lead there. Uh, but it was a close game in the first quarter. Yeah, we didn't, you know, normally sometimes we throw that big haymaker early in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, North Bay was ready for it. Yeah, That's they why they're a good team. Um, so we kind of just kind of more grinded it out. It was, it was more of a 32-minute game than kind of, you know, getting after it real early. Um, but uh, first quarter, you know, Eric, Eric got some offensive rebounds, um, you know, just kind of get us off the snide. I don't, you know, we didn't shoot it the best tonight. Uh, but you got to get second chance opportunities and early and easy baskets some way. And I thought our offensive rebound was part of that. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to bring that up. And uh, yeah, maybe the shooting wasn't there, no, it wasn't. but the offensive rebounds were. It just seemed like every offensive rebound was was going uh, the Indians' way uh, there. So that's kind of what helped build that lead up uh, so much. Was yeah, you weren't hitting shots, but the second and third chances uh, were were there. Yeah, that. That's Eric Coleman to T. Yeah. Like that's him, um, and that's everybody. I mean, that's he's he's got one or two guys on him, and then the rest of the guys kind of can sneak. Yeah, you know, sneak an offensive rebound here and there. He just we our goal was fifteen tonight, uh, but and we got it. So um, thank you. He you got to get, and then our transition points too was was on point tonight. So we've always said it every game, and I, I sound like a broken record, but when we play defense and get our defensive rebound and get out and run. There's, there's not too many people that can play with us transition-wise. And uh, another player that was uh, big as well was uh, Jared Hamer as well. Oh, yeah. He had the uh, the two big steals and kind of there in the third quarter is uh, another momentum swing with, with a motion of a pass to uh, Coleman and the points there. And uh, then the Coleman with a immediate steal right back. The basket was waved <laughs> off there. Yeah. 
but uh, that little sequence right there. That was going to have blown the top off this roof. If he would, it would have. If he would have hit that layup. It, it I don't think he traveled. No, he but, got pushed uh, in the travel. But, yeah, Jared Hammer. Hammer, yes. Yeah. We, we, that's why we gave him the gave him the Indian Award tonight. We gave him yeah. the chain. Um, he had two or three steals in the first half that kind of sparked our defense. Um, I thought he limited Zimdars very well. Uh, every yeah. game I watched about Zimdars, he'd get 12 to 15 points. And yeah. Jared did a good job on every catch he was there. He was he was being the stronger kid tonight. He was being the senior versus the freshman. And that's why we gave it to him. It was you know, he, he sparked us. You know, everybody you know, it's not always about points. Our Indian award always doesn't always go to the points guy. And he definitely. was he was the guy tonight. Uh, definitely uh, there and uh, you know, Robinson came on really a big there in the second quarter to kinda extend the lead out there to nine points at the half and uh, he was kinda one of the ones that led you uh, offensively or there with uh, Coleman as well. It seemed like again, uh, trying to get Eric Moore back involved in uh, to the offense. Uh, again, with those uh, two guys really kind of leading the way, and of course, Yara out hitting uh, some three pointers yep. as well. Uh, you know, Mason can get a basket whenever he kind of wants. Honestly, you know, he's like Fleener. They're very similar basketball players. Honestly, yeah, um, six three athletic guards. Um, you know, when we kind of we kind of get in the offensive load, you know, sometimes I'm just wishing Mason would just go get a pull up from about six feet, and he can do that. Um, and he hit some big threes tonight. You know, yeah, he did. some of the three pointers. You know, he's not the I wouldn't say he's a knockdown, knockdown three-point shooter, but he always seems to hit a couple big threes, even last year. Yeah. Um, so, is it when he, you know, he brings and he's just a stat filler. If you look at his stats, I mean, we got him for like eight rebounds, six assists, like you know, probably deflections. Um, and I thought, you know, Dylan Elam coming off the bench too, Garden Fleener with his length did a really good job. Right, yeah, you know, a battle to some foul trouble as well yeah. with uh, Earhart and uh, Cornette both uh, yeah. in, in foul trouble there. So, yeah, Elam coming in there, uh, giving those two guys a uh, blow a little bit. Yeah, he's just he's a, another combo guard, plays the one through four for us, and he can guard bigger guys and, and guards. Um, he, he, you know, Dylan, you know, in normal years would be starting for me, and uh, he's got to come off the bench, but he does such a fine job coming off the bench, knows his role. He's, he's, he's willing to hit some open shots. Um, and, and take the basketball to the hole. So he'll, uh, he'll, he's going to keep getting better as we go along, but he, he's a really important call uh, this, this year. This was uh, a really important win uh, to not only keep this momentum going, but also uh, the last impression before the, the seed yep. uh, meeting tomorrow. Uh, so it was a big for seed yeah. purposes. Yeah, you, you know, you, I hated the fact that it was, you know, the night before and going there and, you know, you, you, if you lose, you kind of well, you reside it to they're definitely the one, you know. And then you might have to play Sandy in the regional in the semifinals in the NCC, which is kind of silly. Yeah. Um, you know, even if they get the three, I don't even know. I don't even know how it's going to go down tomorrow. Right. Um, but uh, you know, not that you want to be the four and play, or you know, and maybe have to go against Windsor Two Straws or Neoga or South Central. I just think the NCC and and, and Diedrich or, or or Saint Elmo, you know, just got a big win over Windsor Two Straws. So it's just. Yeah, whatever the seeds, you're going to have to win. You're going to have to win all three games come this this next week, so or two weeks from now. Right, that's two weeks. Yeah. As uh, you got uh, another uh, NTC game before that. You got uh, CHBC uh, coming up uh, again on Tuesday. So take a couple uh, days off and uh, maybe a, a night to to enjoy this one, and then it's right back to work. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ever don't ever look past. The CHBC, Coach Thompson, Coach Team, um, 
You know, he's going to have them ready. He's, he, we've never, we've never, you know, we've beaten them in the past, but we've never, you know, it's never been taken to the woodshed. They've always come to play. Like, they are going to be, they're going to be ready. Um, and we got to be ready. So, uh, you know, we got to, you got to, you can't win them all unless you win each one. So, um, you know, that's, you got to be ready Tuesday night. Coach, it's been a pleasure, right. and uh, congratulations Appreciate again it. on the win. And uh, we'll talk to you again on uh, Tuesday, and uh, good luck in that uh, seed meeting uh, tomorrow as well. So, again, final score, Altamano picks up the win, uh, 61 to 43 over uh, North Clay. And we'll get uh, Dom back in here, and we'll uh, break this one down uh, here. And uh, so, uh, Dom, what do the stats look like? Well, the stats look uh, really good for uh, Altamont. As uh, Jared Hammer, he was one for one from the field with two points. They did have those uh, three steals, and two of them were back to back there. I, like Coach said, it's critical for their, you know, for a team and for their defense to, to do that. And that was kind of a turning point in the game. Uh, Dylan Elam was one for five from the field and one for two from the three point range, and zero for two from the free throw line for five points. Avery Yarhouse two for three from the field and three for 12 from three point range. She had 13 points. Mason Robinson, five for 10 from the field, two for four from three point range and five of eight from the free throw line with 21 points. Aiden McManaway was 0 for one from three point range. Logan Cornette, he was 0 for three from the field and 0 for one uh, from three point range. Kyden Earhart was two for five from the field with four points. Eric Coleman, he was uh, seven of eight from the field with 14 points. He had eight rebounds, and Caden Miller was one for one from the field with uh, two points. For North Clay, Cody Zimdars was three for three from the field with six points. Ethan Kusler was he was 0 for one from three-point range. Uh, Levi Smith was uh, one for three from the field and two for three. Excuse me, two for three from uh, free throw line for four points. And uh, Logan Fleener, 10 for 18 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range, and 3 for 5, uh, excuse me, 3 for 5 from the free-throw line for 23 points. Alex Beast was 2 for 6 from the field and 1 for 7 from three-point range for 10 points. And Jesse Widener played, but he was 0, 0 for 1 from three-point range. For their 43 points, as Alabama wins it here tonight, 61 to 43 in the much-anticipated matchup. Uh, so far, I'd say probably the NTC NTC season. So uh, I, I think that uh, you know I, I would say Alabama would probably get the number one seed in the NTC tournament on the boys' side, and uh, I don't think there's too much debate there, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, we'll see how city yeah. meetings tomorrow, and uh, you know things could shake out differently. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes for sure. And out my quarters of 16, 14, 13, and 18 for their 61. And North Clay quarters of 13, 8, 8, and 14 and uh, for their 43. Southmont, 15 and 3 overall, 3 and 0 in the NTC. North Clay falls to 12 and 5, 3 and 1 in the NTC. Again, next broadcast will be uh, tomorrow uh, evening as it's Altamont versus Warrensburg Latham in girls basketball. And it's going to be up in Warrensburg Latham. And it's Warrensburg Latham High School there for the NTC CIC shootout there. So tune in there, 5:30. We do have some other games in front of us, so uh, we'll see if we get started on time or not. But tune in around then and hear Lady Indians basketball, and then uh, Lady Indians basketball on Monday, starting off the conference tournament there at 2:30 there in Beecher City against North Clay there. So uh, 
four versus five matchup in that TC conference tournament. We'll see how the seeds shake out, and we'll tell you about that on our website at themradio.com. So make sure you stay tuned to that. And also, we're keeping a close eye on the Fighting Illini game as well. And that game hit halftime. I didn't see a score uh, there. And maybe if I flip my screen around, Michigan State has the four-point lead there at halftime in that one. So uh, that'll do it for us. Thanks to Derek back in the studio for helping us getting on and off the air this evening. And uh, thanks to Dom for keeping stats and uh, color commentating. And uh, we'll be back on the air tomorrow evening. And this is Travis Sparks saying have a great evening, everyone. Good night, everybody. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.